Welcome to I Don't Want to Grow Up, the podcast where two guys who still have nightmares about subpar pencil erasers talk about how things were infinitely better when they were kids and spend an entire episode convincing themselves that they're right. I am Felix Dixon Schlater. <laughs> was that a pencil reference? <laughs> was it not I, a pencil? I don't know. I'm Jordan. I don't know the name of a pencil. Pentec. Pentec. Pentec? They, they were the best pencil fighting pencils. Pencil fighting? Oh, what did you do with wow. pencils? That's a whole other episode. Pencil fighting is where you try to break the other person's pencil with your pencil. And Pentecs were cheating because they were like lined with lead. lead. <laughs> Kevlar. But Superman could not successfully see through those pencils. Pentec pencil. <laughs> oh, if only Lex Luthor knew no. about him. <laughs> we write in kryptonite. And then Three Doors Down was born. Yeah, they were. Can we talk about those erasers for like two seconds? Yeah, okay. So why, why? did pencil companies... <laughs> Make pencils. I mean, I got to commend them. They put erasers on them. However, (laughs) I would have rather had no eraser than an eraser that you flip over in hopes of just simply erasing the writing. It's called a pen. You You know, taking the writing that you wrote down. And then just making it go away. No, these erasers you would you would smear. You just smear this this blackened. The, the residue from other things you tried to erase oh, all over your, oh, your and paper. There were those pencils that had like the, the, the manufacturers made the pencils. Yeah. And then they had like this perfectly good eraser. And then they took like a, a whole can of Aquanet hairspray <laughs> and then coated yes, the eraser. That's what I'm talking about. And it, the, just the, the I can still feel the, the <laughs> sensation of trying to erase with that. And it just, it was ah, like I don't even know how to explain <laughs> no. it. The worst was on newsprint. Because, like, you know, as a kid, you're writing on newsprint because it oh, was no. cheap. Yeah. And so you'd write your letters and yep. you'd screw up your Q because it was the wrong way. Right. Or your D would be a B. And you're like, oh, wait a minute. No. Oh, wait, I'm dumb. What's a bog? And then you go to erase it. And then it was like rubbing a piece of plastic on a <laughs> newsprint paper. And you just shred an entire textbook <laughs> worth of paper. <laughs> just shredding through layer after Ms. layer. Gibson, I need another worksheet. I set mine on fire with friction. <laughs> Gosh, those you're are the a small Jew. <laughs> Mine's on fire. I set it on fire. The much coveted and highly anticipated pencil episode. Of <laughs> I don't want to grow up. <laughs> I know you've been waiting for it, people. Woo! No, we're not talking about pencils. What are we talking about today, Jordan? We're talking. Okay, this is this is kind of an, a, a a twofold topic. Okay, I'm ready. But we're t- we're talking about visiting family. Visiting family. So. Oh. And, and, and I just said, oh, as if like we didn't oh, discuss it ahead of time. All right. Like it's a surprise. That sounds like fun. Like Jordan picked it out and I'm just going along for the ride. <laughs> oh, I think I could come up with some things to riff I, I about. I better come up with some things off the top of my head. <laughs> as so, he types into his Google Doc. <laughs> I'm like, shut up, Felix. <laughs> This whole thing, what if this whole thing was scripted? Like <laughs> everything every- we said. And this part it's so meta. Right here? This whole part of us uh, about us talking about what's scripted is scripted. Felix pauses for two seconds. <laughs> okay. So visiting family, <laughs> meaning either you or I visiting family members, going somewhere, traveling to another state, city, wherever to right. visit family, or 
taking family into our homes mm. as children or as adults right and <clears throat> sheltering them so our parents taking in family yes and us being there being present got it this is probably the most specific episode today this is a very specific it's, episode. it's highly specific and i think the contrast i think the reason we picked it is because the contrast between the excitement of of that uh of that sort of event as a kid was was nothing but pure joy because right. it didn't even matter if like if the aunts and uncles or whomever coming to visit had kids or not. Mm-hmm. It was a disruption from the norm. Yeah, for us. And yeah. as kids, anything outside of the norm was and like, <gasps> yes. And kids, it. we were just like resilient. Oh yeah, in a weird way. Mm-hmm. And and there, I mean, there's some. We'll get to to how this how these things change as mm. you get older. Mm. But as kids, you know, being able to, I remember, um, almost. Anytime someone came to visit, mm-hmm. I was always kicked out of my room. <laughs> you like a dog. But you have an older sister. I do. So your older sister got to stay in her room usually. How, wait, how much older is she? Two and you? a half years. And she. So I guess it, it, it's dependent on the number of people coming to visit, right? But the kids were always the one who were displaced, the ones displaced from their habitat. Yes, their and natural I, habitat. And I think it had something to do. Like it's probably it's probably some bullshit sexist thing <laughs> about my parents being like, "He's a boy. He's our least favorite." <laughs> <laughs> it was probably just pure favoritism, being like, "Yeah, sleep outside." Your sister uh, had like just stacks of dollar bills that she would slide <laughs> to your your parents and be like, "So I know." Uh, I know Aunt Margaret and Uncle Danny are coming in. Do you have an Aunt Margaret and Uncle Danny? No. <laughs> that would have been incredible. Been great. You know Maggie and oh, Danny? They gave out crisp $5 bills when they came to Maggie visit. Maggie and Danny were Which your sister would use to generous. bribe you. She would save them all year. <laughs> this closed loop system of currency. How is she doing this? And then your parents just give it back to, uh, to Aunt Marg. Marge. She loves she loves she Margs. She loves, she loves frozen Aunt Margs. Aunt Marg loves those Margs. <laughs> Uh, just um, bribing your parents. Of course. But I mean, I do remember I would get kicked out. And typically, if people were visiting, it was also with cousins. So kids were always, they were regulated to. Regulated? <clears throat> regulated. Yeah. Like Warren G. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Regulators. <laughs> you just, you and your cousin singing regulators. <laughs> but we were, we were banished to the pullout couch. Wait, okay, so did you have, uh, obviously, houses had, like, the, the living room. Some houses were blessed with the living room and the den. We were so blessed. <laughs> we were hashtag blessed with the den, with the wood-paneled den. Right. Uh, we lived in Ohio, so we had a living room, no den, but we had a basement. basement. The basement. We did not have a basement. We lived in Kentucky where people do have basements. We just were not. We just didn't We were one. not hashtag blessed with a basement. Right. Um, but we did have a, a living room and a family room. Ooh. And we had, a, we had a study. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. So yeah. you were hashtag blessed with a different type of room. A different it type. It was just above ground. Diff types of blessings. <sighs> so. Praise. I still start starting to a chance rapper song and I couldn't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a totally different song. We don't want to get dinged by a copyright. Here. I, I feel like if I start singing a Chance the Rappist song and it gets dinged for copyright, that's just the the quality of my singing. It's true. You know? Like sometimes people walk up to me as a Filipino man and say, Are you Chance? And I say, No. No. You guys stop wearing that, that three hat. <laughs> a shirt that says, I am Chance the I am Rapper. Chance the Rapper. <laughs> Are you though? 
I, I pro- no, please don't talk to me. Hey. Anyway. So you had a study, a family room, and a living living room. Wait, were you one of those families that had like the room that you weren't allowed to go into? Um, no. Are, do you know what I'm talking about? No. I mean, <laughs> unless it's like Beauty and the Beast, where it's like <laughs> we don't go in there. That's where the enchanted rose so is. So did your was your dad this like cursed monster and did your yeah, mom wear had, yellow dresses all yes, the time? Yes, he had horns and then we had a dancing this scene candelabra <laughs> and a, a little clock. Just a condescending clock. <laughs> He's just always like, mm, I wouldn't wear that shit. And then he'd walk away. <laughs> it's like the opposite of Disney characters are all jerks. You're a pest. You're a pest. <laughs> so okay, I, I'm talking about. I remember having. having Were you friends. banished from a room? No, we did. We weren't. We weren't hashtag blessed enough to have said room. <laughs> but I remember having friends who had. They, they, they were fairly fairly wealthy, and there was like the show living room, and it was like this room where it was like the super expensive couches, and oh. it's like kids. And I guess just people in general weren't allowed in there. And everything in the room was pristine. Mm. And then there was like the crap living room. Like the <laughs> the everyday living room. My family kept a clean house, but there were no pristine rooms okay, same, in the Stratton same, household. Same. Yeah, our, yeah. Our, all of our houses... Uh, all of your ha- how many houses? Of- you <laughs> it was Game of Thrones up in, uh, up in, our, in the Schlater house realm. <laughs> Like, why is this chair made of metal blades? This is not comfortable for me to sit on. The king of the Midwest, the king of the North. The corn king. (laughs) The king of Columbus. And his knights. The knights of Columbus. Will you bend the knee? I shan't. So, okay. So my question was... the. I guess you had three public spaces outside of the bedrooms. Obviously, aside from the dining room, you're yeah. not gonna you're not gonna put guests in the dining room. <laughs> um, of those three, those you were hashtag blessed. Of those three <laughs> rooms, which which were the public spaces that guests were were banished to when you and your sister were displaced, or right. which rooms were you displaced to? Okay, so we were typically moved, and it was usually with with cousins who were of similar age, and so we, you know, same sex cousins were usually just sleeping in the same bed, you know, to <clears throat> to deal with the space. Right, but kids were typically made to sleep, made to sleep. They're typically <laughs> on the pullouts in the family room and the living rooms, which but are downstairs. Pull, multiple pullout couches. Oh, oh, buddy. You, oh, buddy. What kind of a life did you live? Oh, oh, I'm not done. Lap- two two pull-out couches, and the study had a pull-out love seat. What? You didn't even know that was a thing until today. No. Oh, child. Did it have a built-in seltzer water dispenser? <laughs> yeah. It had the thing that you put in regular flat water, and then you press a button, and it just infuses CO2 into it, and it becomes seltzer water, and it chills it. Did you wear Did you wear long sleeve jammies even this summer time? <laughs> In the sleeping cap. <laughs> father, father, it's quite chilly in my chambers. In the mess. I had a lantern. The candle <laughs> the candle the candle. singing. <laughs> Be a, shut up. <laughs> it's three in the morning. No one cares. <laughs> but we we were we were uh, made to sleep downstairs. 
Um, I don't know what to verb to use. Forced to sleep downstairs? That's probably more of a thing. But we we like, it was like, like you said. Encouraged. You were encouraged, encouraged, right? strongly encouraged. Because you were. It was, it was, Jordan, you're going to sleep downstairs. (laughs) This is where you will sleep. But you never contested it. Because again. Because it was a disruption of the norm. Of the norm. And And, it it was always exciting. The idea of you being like, I get to, I get to sleep. Right, get to sleep in a room that isn't my own. And the thing was, like, I would be in the living room where the TV was. Mm. I didn't have a TV in my room. What Wait, did you did you take? Did you actually take advantage of that when yeah. you were? You did. Oh yeah. Hmm. I feel like my parents had ears like hawk. Ho- no, hawks don't have. What have hawks? Hawks do have ears, <laughs> but they're not known no, for they their don't. hearing. No, they don't. Hawks do not have ears. <laughs> Could you imagine if they had <laughs> human ears? Human dumb human ears. What on is the outside that? Of uh, a- Bairdale? That's that's an ear hawk. <laughs> I was trying to come up with a better name. And ear hawk was the only thing. Ear hawk was great. Band name I call it. Ear that's ho- one of them. The American ear hawk. Let's be honest. Ear hawks a kick ass band name. <laughs> Super What's up, guys? We're here, Hawk. You have super. Let's sad. rock. <laughs> We're here to hawk. We're here to hawk. Oh, no. Hawk and roll, baby. Oh and- no. <laughs> this is gonna be a rough episode. This is gonna be so bad. <laughs> so okay, so you were you were strongly encouraged, strongly encouraged to sleep upstairs because. My mom would always wake up and then she would have to have her morning. I'm glad she always She would always wake up. She was strongly encouraged to wake up every morning (laughs) and she would grind her coffee every day. Okay, did you have a hand grinder or did you have a it was one of those that like would wake the dead if it if if someone happened to have died built into the necrodon. No one has ever died in her home. Solely because my mother has to grind her coffee using this ancient coffee grinder that is the loudest thing I've ever heard in my life. And I, I'm I'm 90% sure that's why they didn't want people sleeping downstairs because it was right next to the kitchen. And because so, as, as parental hosts, they yes. felt like they needed to be up at like 3 a.m. to prepare right. the, the breakfast feast. Right. Got it. And so they would be downstairs doing all that in the kitchen and then we would wake up at, you know, 8 o'clock because right. we're eight years old and you could sleep through anything right kids could sleep through just about anything uh, yeah you, you could sleep on that uncomfortable futon with the bar the bar and the that's spikes. like snapping your back yeah <laughs> we're our bodies are made of rubber until <laughs> we get to the age of like 14 oh my gosh I, I, nothing I remember, hurts until I remember, then i remember traveling and the pillow that i had as a child may as well have been a laptop like it was it was like the thinnest <laughs> it was the thinnest was pillow two pieces of eight by 11 paper <laughs> and my mom, I remember my mom asking me like do you want another pillow and I said, I said no this one's fine I like I know this pillow and it was it was like a sheet of like tissue paper but I could I would take that thing in the car and I, I could sleep anywhere we would go on road trips I would fall asleep sitting up in the back seat we we could go we would be like I don't know, in like some random hotel room. And then they'd say, oh, Felix, you have to sleep in that chair. And it was like an, an actual Iron Maiden. And I would fall asleep Not in it. Not a problem. <laughs> I would fall asleep in it. And then there was like, you're right. It was like 14, 15, 16, something happened. Where your body's like, oh, things hurt now Cha- when you sleep. <laughs> My body went through some changes. No one's really explained it to me. <laughs> and, uh, and, and then everything was different. 
I noticed girls and like what? Your dad's just playing your guitar. Like, do you have to have anything to tell me, Dad? And he's just like, la, da, 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 I think da. you'll figure it out. I think you'll figure it out. I still haven't. I'm still wondering. We're still working it out, man. It's a mystery. <laughs> Dots on my face. It was really just a strange time for me at 33. <laughs> True. It just happened. And now I take I take ibuprofen like it's a multivitamin every day. <laughs> it's just on my counter. Ugh, it never I, goes away. The big bottle. I <laughs> I used to skateboard a lot as a kid and like we would skate all day and then we'd go I'd go home and go to sleep and wake up the next day and then do it again. Now I look at a skateboard and the next morning <laughs> and I'm sore. I'm like, what did I do? Oh, right. why are my ankles swollen? I moved my skateboard from this part of the room to the other. <laughs> I, I should probably take some ibuprofen just in case. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the day what the day is going to bring, <laughs> but uh, I just you, you you're right. As a kid, you're made you're made of rubber. <laughs> you're sleeping on. I like, just want that soundbite. You're right. So as a kid, you're made out of rubber. It's going to go on I'm, my tombstone. I'm glad we got- and you're made of glue, right? So any <laughs> anything that you say bounces off of of me, and that's it. That's, it doesn't. That, go, it doesn't it, go. Anywhere. Nothing happened. It's a weird saying. But I remember as a kid too. Like I, I had. Like you could just sleep. All, all you needed was a sleeping bag. You didn't need anything underneath yeah. it. Yeah. You didn't need like like now it's like you need like the cushion. You oh my need gosh. like everything. Like the full on support. Right. 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 The our our bed right now has like the memory foam topper yep. on top of, of the really the nice actual, mattress. like mattress top. <laughs> and then when thing? you sleep yeah. somewhere else, it's like what is this. <laughs> Hard slap. Did Aslan die here? Like, what is this? What am I, Fred Flintstone? What is this? I feel like Edmund and Peter are going to come around the corner through a wardrobe, and I'm going to have to tell them that they are the sons of Adam or something. I'm, I'm a lion in this scenario. That actually doesn't sound too bad. Yeah, I'm good, but I, I'm not getting a good night's sleep. That's all I'm saying. I am the savior of this realm. However... I'm not getting I'm also a sound eight hours, <laughs> eight to nine hours a night. No, I'm not. Okay, so you were you were always banished to. It was usually the family room. The family room. Okay, yes. we only had the living room. We were not hashtag blessed with the <laughs> super high quality. Don't go in here, living room. And we did have a basement. And actually, my bedroom was in the basement. I asked to have a room in the basement because it was it was fully like uh, redone, fully furnished. Yeah, it wasn't fully. Furnished. It was my bed. <laughs> that was it. Hey man. Hey hey. Because uh, I shared a room with my little brother who was four years younger than me, and then you get to a certain age where you're just like, "Can I have my own room?" And, and then my parents said no, and then the next year they said yes. So then, and I, the next year I'm like, "Can I have my own room?" <laughs> you're 34. Move out. <laughs> Go find a wife. You're married. Yeah. <laughs> Can my kids have their own room? <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, it, for us, it wasn't super terrible, but I do remember getting kicked out of the basement to go to the living room because there was a bed. My, my bed was in the basement. It was so, an actual human bed. A human, not a human, a human child bed. It was made out of humans. It was <laughs> a human bed. Ninja Turtle bed sheets and everything. <laughs> yeah. At 19. <laughs> yes. Donatello's the smartest. Fight me. And then people fought me. I mean, I he is, but you wouldn't. You'd want to fight Donatello because he's the worst fighter. That's indisputable. I, this was me telling Donatello to fight me. Oh, <laughs> you're the smartest. Fight me. And then he won. <laughs> 
so did you have did you do you have a um a big uh extended family um i mean relatively i don't know what's a big extended family i see what family? you did there relatively, relatively. you you devil you <laughs> i mean what i feel like that's a very subjective thing okay so to the to the point i guess a big uh a big extended family relative to the amount of space that you had in your home i don't think so um like, were you sharing, like, a single fold-out futon with or a couch with, like, nine of your cousins thinking, like, why? Why? Why are there so many of you? Or was it, like, a, like a decent amount of, like, I can't wait to wake up tomorrow and just hang out with you guys? I feel like it was, it was one or the other. However, I mean, it was either, you know, aunts and uncles who did not have kids or it was just, like, a boatload of cousins mm. and it was just crazy was it because of like a family reunion thing or was it no. like one aunt and uncle in particular we never did family reunions um we had a a few i mean most of my aunts and uncles had had kids mm. who were around our age do you still keep in contact with any of them yeah 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 i mean my family's still pretty big on on holidays and like everyone getting together gotcha um so that's pretty cool you, you sound like you had a huge family my so my stepdad comes from uh, a family of eight okay and so <laughs> pretty big yeah you know not and, small and it's two it's two boys and six girls like he had six sisters he has six sisters and one brother <laughs> Poor man. yeah so uh so family get-togethers even if it was just like a couple of the aunts and uncles coming to visit was an ordeal like and we i remember growing up we lived in townhomes and duplexes we were not hashtag blessed with double basements and or living rooms what's a double basement it's two basements it's actually i should have it should have anticipated that (laughs) actually i've never heard who has two basements it's like okay as opposed to like you go down the stairs and it's like that one room that's hey this is our basement it's like the furnished basement with like a, a wall and then a door into another part of the basement. Oh, like a storage kind of. Basement. It's like a mother-in-law suite in the basement. I've, I've, I don't even know anyone who has this. Anyway, speaking well, of yeah. hashtag blessed, it was rare that we hosted because because we always lived in townhomes, duplexes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I have distinct memories as a kid going to visit my uh, my extended family, and my dad was like one of the only ones in his family who who left the town that he lived in. Everyone else stayed. He was the oldest of uh, of eight siblings. And so he felt like he needed to be the one who left. He joined the Navy. He did the whole thing. And so the rest of his, his family at the time, they just hung out. This was in Nebraska. They were like, yeah, <laughs> they you know what? work. They just smoked <laughs> cigarettes in the corner. This is uh this is kind of where we want to stay. So every time we went to go visit them, everyone came to wherever it was we were staying mm. and it became a whole thing. Like they were all far enough away to where they couldn't just be like, let's hang out today. Okay, we're gone. Like they were, they still had to drive to get there. For, but they're all in Nebraska. They're all in Nebraska. So whenever we, my me, my dad, my mom, my brother, went to go visit, everyone in Nebraska, like we all congregated in that one spot. Right. And then it was me and then like my 19 cousins and so uh, were uncles you, were and aunts. You, when you typically went to Nebraska, were you staying in 
a specific home with your grandparents. It was either my, gr- with- my my grandmother or my grandfather's house. They were separated when my dad was younger okay. and they, they got remarried. And so it was either we're at Papa Mike's house or at Grandma Jody's house. They're, they're, they're not remarried at this time? The grandma are, Jody never got remarried. Papa Mike got remarried. Oh, oh, not remarried to each other. I was very. That was <laughs> so, so so awkward right now. Okay, so uh, okay, um, so there, I'm never. You went to one of their, one of their houses. Where's Grandma Jody? Um, where? How come did, she's not here? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Don't tell me that's an actual. Sometimes people fall out of love and. <laughs> <laughs> Takes a swing of scotch. <laughs> well, no, okay, this so- was this like as a kid, that was my normal. Like it was like this is Grandma Jody's house. This is Papa Mike and Grandma Lynn's house. All right, like, so we, I want you, we I want, knew that. I want you to paint me a picture right okay. now. Okay, so when you're my acrylics, you're at Grandma Jody's house. Yeah. Okay. What does that look like for the Schlater clan? <laughs> She's a, a very tiny woman. She's super super tiny, and she's going to outlive the both of us. Oh, good. Yeah. She 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 drinks so. uh, like eight cups of boiling hot water a day. I don't know what that has to do with no anything. joke. She doesn't drink like some people are like. Can I get a cup of boiling hot water and a tea bag? No, she says. Can I have a cup of boiling hot, she water? hot water? And then she drinks the hot water. No lemon. No. 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 no, no anything. No. 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 And then uh, the last time she came to visit, she's like nine thousand years old. I think. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. Wait. Stop. What does boiling water do for? anybody uh, just drinking it straight it's the elixir of life apparently how yeah. old is she she's nine million i don't know her exact age she's she's as spry as a 20 something i'm gonna start drinking hot water <laughs> apparently uh one thing she did when the last time she came to visit which was last summer it's 2018 we're recording this she uh we had finished the last pickle in a pickle jar and i was gonna throw the jar out with all oh, the no. br- all the brine all and the she brine. says no, don't throw that out. And I say, but no, why? And she said, because I want to drink that. And I said, no, they're very, they're, they're very, uh, not conservative. <laughs> liberal. Worried about they're very liberal with the amount of brine in which they soak the pickles in. Yeah, I mean, in it's like jar. over half a jar of oh, brine. Yeah. Easily. It's, it's, it's half empty. <laughs> Or wait, what are you gonna? What are you gonna say? Or or I forgot. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, she she'll just drink the the brine. Like I I think maybe her taste buds have just since like fallen off. Well, and she so, drinks boiling water boiling every day. Hot water they boiled and, away and pickle brine thirty years ago. And pickle brine. But she's this little old lady who has has set her schedule. And she wakes up at 4 a.m. to go to Catholic Mass. Yeah. And I think she runs 19 miles. I don't know what she does at 4 in the morning. She's she's always the first one up and the Who last one to go to bed. Who is this woman? Yeah, she's one. She's, she's Gal Gadot. She's my hero. She's, <laughs> it's actually Gal Gadot. That's your grandmother. No, please. Oh, God. Oh, no. No. Oh, God. <laughs> Not, they don't make hot, they don't make water hot enough. <laughs> no soap. Oh, Straight in the eyes. No, please. <laughs> but she she's just like she's got this schedule. Yeah. And she she's like, it's set. And it's been that way as long as I've known her. And uh she's just this like quirky, tiny 
woman who knows exactly what it is she wants and she's going to do that for the next 500 years. Yeah. Like she's going to outlive No one's going to change it. Yeah. And uh, so staying at her house was while she didn't agree with a lot of the decisions of her kids, she was fi- she was just happy to have them all there. Mm. And you could tell she she was discerning to a point of just like a I don't I don't know about this, but you know what? I'm glad you're all here. So I I really enjoyed <laughs> and still enjoy now when she comes to visit. I mean, if only everyone had that perspective right? on the world right about the world and she's like she is like devout catholic like yeah. devout yeah. catholic when she comes to visit the first thing she says is can you open up your computer machine and use it to look up a catholic mass for me and i say you mean for sunday she says no for for later today and then for 3 a.m when i wake up and i say but grandma jody that that no she says no You'll you'll find one, and then I find one. And I say, "Good Lord, they they actually they do and this." She says, "He too much. is good," and then she says, "What time is it?" And I say, "It's two fifty four a.m. is the service time," and then she goes. She's like the first one. Aw- I don't think she sleeps. I think she might be a robot sent from the future to protect us from ourselves. Sealed by boiling water and pickle brine. <laughs> that's that's the that's the uh, elixir in which the robots uh, feed upon that we we give to them and they ultimately destroy us. Oh my gosh! Pickles are our demise. That's what apparently that's what I need to adopt. <laughs> Fueled by boiling water and pickle So to answer your question, staying staying with Grandma Jody, I I don't know if the experience is is jaded and or skewed because it was through the lens of a kid. And again, it was like mm. that whole idea of a disruption of the norm. Yeah. It was awesome. It was awesome. She had this huge house. She had yeah. a library in her basement and like Freaking it had nerds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she stockpiled it with new books. And it was always like these like joke books. And so like we would like me and my brother, I remember finding these. And of course, like devout Catholic, it was like good, clean jokes you can give to kids. (laughs) And we're like, this is awesome. (laughs) But there was always like just a ton of stuff to do there. And she had this massive yard with tons of trees. And so like you could just there was always something to do at Grandma Jody's house. You look at it now as an adult and you're like, what this is were we doing? What's the Wi-Fi? You don't have Wi-Fi. You don't have a Wi-Fi <laughs> password, let alone Wi-Fi. And uh, but I don't know. As a kid, that was a whole thing. And her brothers and sisters all owned farms, and so it was like, okay, well, they live in Nebraska. Everyone to- lives on a farm, right? <laughs> Isn't that uh, true? That you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. Now that I think about it, we had a lot of farms. A lot of Pepperidge Farms <laughs> remembers. So when we left to visit family out of town, we talked about this a little bit in the travel episode, how my family didn't travel much. But when we did, it was to visit family because it was very cheap mm. because you wouldn't have to pay for hotels. You wouldn't be you wouldn't be going on crazy excursions. You would be going to visit family. And that was the right, right thing to do. <laughs> and uh, so uh, most of my dad's side of the family lived in Kentucky where we lived. And so. You know, going there, we we would might visit people from time to time, but it was usually like day trips, you know, simple things where it wouldn't be for long periods of time. But when we visit my mom's side of the family, everyone lived in Michigan. Mm. And so we would go and anytime we went up to to uh, visit family in Michigan, we would stay at my grandparents' house, my maternal grandparents. And they had, 
a giant basement. Like they had the this big open. It was basically like a giant living room. They had like a, a storage area for like food, like a giant pantry. They had a guest room, a a bathroom, and like I'm pretty sure they built a lot of their their basement as an addition because they had something that only Finnish people have, and they had their own sauna, not a sauna. A sauna, for because a, that's how Scandinavian people say it. For but a brief it, second, when you said finished, I thought you said finished people, like complete people, like people who consider themselves like we're complete. They're we are of the complete. Yeah. And then they join this like race of people who are like <laughs> the welcome. perfect ones. Well, <laughs> go on. It's the people at the beginning of Prometheus when they like, you know, they, they start the right. human race. They're all muscles and no nose and, and they're just all loincloth. Yes. Yeah. That, that was my grandparents. And they're just staring over waterfalls. Every Scandinavian looks like that. That's what they all look like. What they're, color are we? Light blue. They're yeah. all... <laughs> They're all standing over waterfalls with their hands on their hips. Dude, your grandma's buff. Yeah, she's ripped, man. <laughs> she's, she's just jacked. jacked. <laughs> no, my, my, my maternal grandparents were Finnish immigrants. Okay. And so something that I, whenever we went there, and it was just normal for me um, because I just accepted it because I was going there since I can remember. I grew right. up going to this house um, was they had this sauna in their basement. That was, I mean, a giant room. I mean, it was a, it was a room you could fit like eight people sitting on a bench in so this room. I'm assuming they, they, your grandparents, they grew, they grew up with this technology in in their homes. <laughs> yes, they're this very advanced. Is this is <laughs> <laughs> iPad controlled sauna in Before the 1950s. <laughs> The Scandinavian people are it's very. Just got, it's got ridges, like everything in the fifties. Like, why is this ridged? Because it's the nineteen fifties. Pleasure, Barbara. <laughs> Knobs on the iPad. <laughs> but did they? I'm assuming they they grew up with that in their homes. Like they just yes. And and this was this wasn't really something I realized until this summer when I went to Finland. Like a lot of people have saunas in their home mm. like it's just a normal thing where here that would be like this crazy like hey, your hashtag blessed hashtag blessed spa mm. experience in your basement like this is a very normal thing it's like oh yeah they have this they, they have a, a sauna in so their how basement. how horrified were they when they when they moved to the states and like when real estate agents like you're gonna love you're gonna love this place it's, it's quite a <laughs> quite a looker all right here we have the the garbage chute, in which you can dispense your garbage because you know that you don't like to look at garbage. It's no good. Here we have the master bedroom, complete with the Venetian blinds built directly in. Here's the the first bathroom. Here's the second bathroom. Do you have any questions? Hey, where's the uh, sauna there, pal? The, uh, the what? You know, the the sauna, and, and uh, I can't think of the actual Finnish accent, so I'm going straight Canadian, because they're very, they're actually very similar with, uh, you know. You you had it dialed in when you came back from your trip, though. Oh, man, I did. And it's it's gone right but now. But how, how upset were they, I wonder? I, I don't mean, know. That would have been a good question. They're both, they're both gone now, but... Hmm. I mean, that would have been an interesting thing to say. Like, was that a, something they expected? I'm assuming it was. It's not like 
even because when they even when they moved here in the in the fifties, like that that's was, the other thing in the fifties to have that on your list of must haves. Yeah, and then the yeah. real estate agent being like, "Oh, what now? Uh, <laughs> you want a what now? <laughs> you want a giant steam room in your basement? <laughs> That'd be forty million dollars, please. You can't cook in there." <laughs> but, but I yeah, remember Johnny. But yeah. I remember that wasn't even the coolest part of that basement. Mm. The coolest part was they had a mini fridge full of various sodas. <gasps> and that was not something we had at my house. Whoa, me neither. We weren't allowed to drink soda in my house. I mean, that's honestly the the height of luxury <laughs> is the idea of... You're not lying. Of the idea... I just want to get to the point in my life where I can afford a new fridge and take the old fridge and put it in a new house in the future that I have where it has a garage mm. and put that old fridge in my garage just for, for various oh, I'm beverages. Always, I'm always super jealous when I go to like a, a beverage fridge. Right. A friend's house or yeah. someone and they're like, I go to put like the 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 five pack because I drank one on the way over. Yeah, you did. Uh, and I say, where do, I put, where do I put this beer? And they go, oh, oh, just put it in the fridge in the garage. And I'm like, the hell do you have a fridge in the garage <laughs> for? <laughs> like, that's where we put our drinks. I'm like, why don't you drink those? That's what Okay, you Warren Buffett. <laughs> Sure, I'll put it in your garage fridge. Hashtag blessed are we, is what they say. They have a wood carving of that in the front that says, hashtag blessed are we. And then below it is a picture of their fridge in their garage. <laughs> Half open so you can see the drinks as the light pours out of it. <laughs> light gl- glinting off the cans. Glowing the Range Rover part <laughs> nestled comfortably in the seven-car garage. Yes. Why there's so many fridges in here? I don't understand. Side story: when when my wife and I were house hunting, our real estate agent, uh, who used to live in Texas and uh, still to this day apparently owns the record for the largest buck that he's that that's been shot. Like, oh, yeah, that's, in in Texas, in, in Texas. America, is that not insane? How big was this animal? Correct. So he, we were looking at houses and. Um, we were walking through one house he was showing us, and we were in the garage, and we opened up the garage. There were three refrigerators and a freezer just full of venison. And he said, we were about to walk. He was showing us the garage. It was a two-car garage, and we were about so to excited. walk back out. And he, he, we, he closed the garage door behind him and the, in, back into the house, and he said, hang on. And he opened the door back up, and he walked back out into the garage, turned the light on. And he, he, he put his hand on the, the fridge and he looked at the two of us, my wife and I, and he says, there's going to be meat in here. <laughs> and then he opened up the fridge and sure enough, if I had a dime for every time I've said that. <laughs> <laughs> vacuum sealed to perfection, top to bottom in all three of the refrigerators, vacuum sealed meat. Just... <laughs> All the way back, like it was so, not a drink. So I'm fridge. not. I'm not a hunter. My fa- <laughs> Dude, my, no. my dad's not a hunter. Um, I have family that that are hunters, and that's something that I do appreciate is that they are so happy to give you fresh meat that they have <laughs> slaughtered themselves. I have to get on a plane, Uncle Mick. Like, no, 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 it's no, fine. no, no. Here's, here, I'm going to give you 27 pounds of, of venison. Here's uh, 12 pounds of sausage. No, 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 I made it, it myself this morning. He's just stuffing it in your suitcase. His hands are still bloody. 
What, I'm going to get caught by... T- the TSA will not let me through with this. That's not a thing. He smokes this They cigarette. don't know what they're talking about. He's putting the cigarette on the meat and then <laughs> shutting your, brief, your suitcase and zipping it up. It gives it flavor. I'm smoking it. <laughs> there it is. We found it. Okay, I know we talked about your grandma's place, mm. grandmother's house, what that looked like. Right. I want to do the flip side. Let's talk about what, what's your Papa, grandfather's name? Papa Mike. Papa Mike. Papa Mike. Oh man, that's a great grandfather oh, name Papa Mike's too. Awesome. Do you call him Papa Mike? We call him Papa Mike. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And my my daughters call my dad Papa. Okay. Like, that's and I, what I call him. my maternal grandfather Papa. Papa. Okay. okay. <laughs> that was a very that was a finished thing. So my 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 maternal grandparents were Mummy mm-hmm. and Papa. Is that a finish? Is that that's a- it's basically finished for like okay. grandma, grandpa. We let we let my parents pick what our kids were going to call them. I my parents still don't know what they want to be called. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't have kids yet, so they have time. And, but uh, if you guys are if you guys are listening, uh, we're we're working on it because <laughs> <laughs> I know they ask you every time you come to visit. They, they actually don't. To. Okay, they don't. But I I have a feeling they're like we're they've had conversations like we're not going to pressure them. <laughs> You know, like when we leave, we're like they're they're actually stressing out, but they're making it a point to be like, "Your we're mom's not, just smoking we're not a be cigarette, shaking like, what the hell are they doing? Why?" <laughs> and your dad just like, "Chill, it'll happen when it happens." Cal- <laughs> Carol, calm down. Carol, this is a pile of burnt cigarettes. I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> Stephen, <laughs> Stephen, I'm not. Nicotine, what are they doing over there? Nicotine patches. What do they have time to do? They they live off. I don't know what they're doing. What are they? He's, what are they doing? He's writing Steven? tweets now for a job. Why isn't he impregnating his wife? I need a legacy. <laughs> Steven, why aren't you looking at me? <laughs> your mom chain-smoking camel. The idea of my mom smoking <laughs> is the craziest thing because she would die. I don't even die. know your parents, and I've just met them. <laughs> I, I, I kind of have a picture painted. I have a, kind of, I have a picture painted uh, of them because I feel like you and I had the same kind of conservative upbringing. Yeah. So I'm just imprinting like the picture of my mom nervously smoking <laughs> cigarettes, and it's just comical. Yeah, just the idea the of that. Um, All right, Papa Mike. So Papa Mike, like I, I think about it now, and I see, I see why Papa Mike and Grandma Jody split up. Uh oh, like oh, you love, see the drama. Love them both to death. What happened? Drastically Let's different. Talk about that. Drastically different. Every uh, Grandma Jody has not dropped a birthday with all of her grandkids. We always get a card with a handwritten note. No check. Nothing. Nothing fancy. It's just a uh, a card. With some scripture verse that spoke to her that day, yeah, and then a, a, a sign that says "Love Grandma Jody" in the perfect penmanship that oh, only yeah. grandmas can. Okay, execute. let's talk about grandparents' penmanship <laughs> for one second because it's like a font. Yeah, because it was it was important to them back then. Both Nowadays, they, we don't give a shit about it. Like my 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 grand grandfather's and grandmother's handwriting was immaculate. Oh yeah, yeah. How? How did that happen? Because you you did nothing but execute handwriting exercises as a kid. I guess. Nowadays, like, I don't think they even teach cursive. 
Oh, that's true. They don't teach cursive. Which, I mean, to be honest, why would yeah, you? Well, yeah, because like nowadays, high, middle schoolers and high schoolers are bringing laptops to school. Right. What are you going to sign a check once a year? Yeah, you can't Venmo this, grandma. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, Papa Mike's house was like, so, so Grandma Jody would, she never dropped a birthday. She would send a, a, a card immaculate handwriting love grandma jody some some sentimental note garbage that was always, <laughs> that was always, uh, it was always specific to you like she always knew what was happening in your life and she would send something over she was invested she was papa, papa mike, mike however was a hippie through and through yeah and he would send us uh tapes cassette tapes of songs that he performed that he thinks we that he think think that he we would like okay so as a kid that's either really cool or really lame now that's awesome as a kid we loved it okay as a kid he would like he had i remember there was a tape that he had sent over and it was a bunch of like one of them was like uh all the verses from pup the magic dragon which i didn't know there were multiple verses of that song until he sent over the cassette tape of him playing the guitar. He probably didn't and, even know that was like a kid's thing too. He was right? just like, he was just singing the original. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. I would not doubt it. And what's what's funny is he's an amazing guitar player. My my dad is an even more incredible guitar player. And at yeah, like- Suck it, Papa yeah, Mike. <laughs> at like nine years old, my dad asked Papa Mike for a guitar. Hmm. And Papa Mike told him- um, I will I will buy you a guitar when you can play everything that I can play on a guitar. What? A week later, he bought my dad a guitar. What? Yeah. How old's your dad then? My dad was like nine or ten. He's a classical guitarist. He's incredible. He's just he's he's an incredible guitar player. I wasn't intimidated of your dad before tonight. <laughs> and a, I am now. He's an I he's a, a classical he's a guitarist and an eye doctor. <laughs> Like you are. <laughs> the famous duo. <laughs> <laughs> All famous flamenco guitarists also study optometrial cavities and uh, the refracted light in which uh, it, it absorbs. I don't know anything about eyes. You'll never be a classical guitarist. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> but staying with Pop Mike was like this like liberal experience. Because like he got remarried to... Um, to Grandma Lynn, who was, she was awesome. She recently passed away, uh, which was a big deal in our family because she's, she, you know, he got remarried and stayed with her. She, he stayed with her for years and years and years and years. Mm -hmm. So I remember going over there as a kid and that was my normal, like Papa Mike and Lynn. Like that's, that was the, the duo for us. And then it was Grandma Jody, devout Catholic, <laughs> boiling water, <laughs> 97 <laughs> sit-ups a day, like, I knew that dynamic. That was a dynamic that I knew that that was normal to me. But I remember like Papa Mike was like, yeah, what time is it? Like 1.30? You want to play Sega? I'm like, yes. Like, okay, <laughs> come on, let's go. Let's play Sega. And then we play Sega. But like, Grandma Jody was like, mm, what's your mom say? I'm like, okay, we got to go to bed. I'm like, but Grandma Jody, I want to, no, time to go to bed. I'm like, oh. Yeah. But the so Papa Mike rules were flexible, extremely, and then okay. and then Grandma Lynn, because even though she was very much in the fold, she still felt like she was outside of the fold. I can't mm. imagine what that's like. So she felt like she always needed to kind of like up her ante to be like, yeah, whatever you guys want to do. I'm like, I've known you for like 20 years. You don't have to keep <laughs> doing this, Grandma Lynn. Like it's fine. Isn't that though? It's a weird dynamic, and 
I mean, just when, when you become, I don't even know when that time is, but becoming adults and when grandparents start treating you less like they're the authority figures. Mm. And I don't know, I think it might have been just when I got into college, maybe when I moved out and then started visiting them when they were, they were more happy just that we were there. And they're just like, what right. do you want to do? Yeah, right. because I'm, I'm just happy to be here and be involved. And right. this is such a hashtag blessing. And you know, maybe they didn't say that. Grandma, but, do you know what a hashtag wow, is? Grandma's hip. We called it an octothorpe. <laughs> That's what it's called. Did you know that? The pound sign is called an octothorpe. I did not. I'm channeling. I'm channeling a grandma somewhere. <laughs> You're being such a grandma. It's right weird. Now. I don't know why we have this Ouija board out. This is very bizarre. It's that glowing blue thing over there. There's an arm coming out of the ground. It's fine, Storm. Yeah, but there's a time. I, I, I mean, my grandparents were that way too. Um, you know, just realizing that we were anything that not anything that they could do to to be with us but but they will that, kill everybody and it, and it was kind of a, it was it was a more drastic transition but it's the same thing with parents of of you know when they become less authoritarian figures and more peers mm. but i feel like that was that was more drastic with grandparents it was like one day it was just like hey we're just gonna we're kind of just buddies now right <laughs> and that, but that's that's the beauty of being a grandparent is you can bypass all of the disciplinarian bs and yeah. just you go from like spoiling 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 to relate like yeah. and that's that's brilliant that's yeah what what a title yeah like, what a title to have that as the parent you have to be like the the rudder you have to point them to a certain direction you have you know all well, there's the things. just a lot more baggage connected to being right a parent. as a grandparent it's like i'm done i'm done um okay so we've talked a lot about what it what it looked like as a kid i mean we we had we had the experiences of visiting grandmas and grandpas and it was i mean it was great it was this weird magical era of like i, I don't know anything we, it was just the idea that anything new and different yep. was better anything outside of our norm was was welcomed yeah. we, we wanted it we yep. craved it mm-hmm. we craved it which is why my kids right now are like oh, we're doing we're doing something different we're doing what can we please 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 and like will you just chill out for two seconds and it's strange that that's satisfying that i mean as much as kids crave um structure mm-hmm. and the idea of like you know they they need to ha- to know what's what's normal and what it you know be set in their ways because that's safe and it's a it's a means of security mm-hmm. That it does make those things that are out of the norm so exciting, right? Right, and, and you have zero control over that as a kid. You're just along for the ride, right? So yeah, anything that happens outside of that that norm is is welcome, right? So as we age <coughs> and as we get older and move into adulthood, no. where we <laughs> I don't want to as we as we gain more control. Anything out of the norm, you know, we, we're choosing what our norm is. Mm-hmm. We are a hundred percent in control now. We are we have to, you know, we're in the cockpit. <laughs> We've got that flight stick in our hand now. Oh. We're not passengers back there. We're we're the captains here. Right. As horrible as that is, and oh as much gosh. of a mistake as that I'm is. I'm the captain. Now. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> um and it's terrible but being that being said like our normal is something that we choose where before our normal was something that we were along for the ride exactly exactly 
So I want I want to know. I want to know what it looks like in the Stratton household. <laughs> not necessarily I, I okay, I want to know what it looks like when not just fam well okay, it's family visiting. That's the podcast episode. Yeah, visiting family. Yeah, when when family comes to visit you guys. Yes. You and Hannah. Yes. Okay. Paint that picture for So, me. coming to visit us, we live pretty far away from family. So, anyone who lives in Kentucky, I mean, the only people to visit us have been my parents, which okay. is fine. Um, and we like having my parents. My parents are are easy, and but they are they are 100% like, we don't want to impose. <laughs> we don't want to. Such a we want We want this to be a, a like, a relief, <laughs> a release for you. It, we want to be, we want to bless, we want to hashtag bless you nice. with our presence. Mm. And so they'll come in and they'll, you know, we'll, we'll go to the grocery store and they'll be like, let us cook one night <laughs> and let us, you know, they, they want to like, they want to be parents. Right. They still do because, I mean, they don't get to see us. So there's, they, I feel like there's something. Well, it's because your mom smoked an entire pack she, before. She's just stressed <laughs> and she's like, maybe they'll, they'll make babies later. They'll do it tonight if maybe they don't the, stay there. Maybe they'll consummate while we're in the guest room, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, my, if my parents ever listen to this. <laughs> She's got like James Bond like hearing devices to listen to test seismic activity. Oh, no. <laughs> Steven, the meters are going up. Either they're playing a, a, a tribal drum or are they playing Boggle or are they making a grandchild? <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, we're sending this episode to your my- mom. <laughs> What's your email address? <laughs> When my parents visit, they want to be super low key. They want to just like right. visit and 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 to spend time and they don't want to be any they don't want the, they don't want there to be any kind of pressure. How frequently do they visit? If, um yeah. I see my parents whether we're visiting there or they're coming here at least once or twice a year. Okay. And we talk regularly. Okay. Um they they for a while, especially when, when I was in grad school and super poor, and we couldn't go anywhere. Like there was there was a series of years where they came like for Thanksgiving, like they just they, on Thanksgiving, just for th- like they okay. would come here and we'd have like this nice like fun intimate Thanksgiving, which is very different than like growing up where we do we would do big family Thanksgiving where there'd be like thirty people, mm. and so it was very it was kind of a radical change. But hmm. we would do this like just Hannah, me, and my parents. For Thanksgiving, and it was it was kind of cool. Um, Is your sister married? She's not. She's not. No, and she lives in she lives in Kentucky too. Okay, same town with my parents. So she <laughs> would just be like, "Screw <laughs> you guys!" <laughs> no, no, no. My uh, my fraternal side of my my <laughs> my peace, my deuces. Um, no, my you uh, are a favorite for the longest time, <laughs> but now <laughs> my uh, so my my dad's family they all live in Kentucky, and so they would still get together. Okay, but my so parents, she still had the whole family. Yeah, yeah. She okay. would still be able to She would just be like sitting there, Why is lonely gone? with her cats and just just no. eating cereal <laughs> on the on watching. That actually the, sounds incredible. That actually sounds pretty great, actually. <laughs> I want that. I want. I want, I want that. I want that. I want that. Um, happy. Th- what's your sister's name? <laughs> Leslie. Happy Thanksgiving, Leslie. <laughs> Crunch. <laughs> Captain Crunch. Crunch. <laughs> Just um, no, but like they, they'll visit. They'll visit once or twice a year, probably. Okay. And then, but they're they're all about being like we don't want we want right. we want this to be a an easier time for you. Right. 
rather than a stressful thing. And does it does it end up coming out to that or does it end up being more stressful because they're trying to make it a less stressful <laughs> Some I mean some instances can be stressful. It always is. Right. It's it's impossible to avoid it because someone <clears throat> that's not the normal people in your home are in your home. Like it, and you actually how you house them pretty frequently when they come into town. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Like we have a guest room. Okay. We don't have children who we have to banish to a pull-out couch <laughs> because we don't we don't have a pull-out couch. We're not we're not hashtag blessed yet, mm-hmm. and uh, but it's easy to to put them up. It's not a big deal at all. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I mean they're all about not wanting to impose. Mm-hmm. We don't want to. We don't want to impose, guys. <laughs> Come on, we just wanna we just wanna visit. <laughs> um, but it, it is pretty. You easy. have an ashtray. <laughs> <laughs> Mom's gonna be out back for thirty to forty She's minutes. Gonna be on a phone call. <laughs> Why is she an ashtray for a phone call? <laughs> Don't worry it's about it. To son. make the speaker on the phone louder. <laughs> oh, uh, that makes sense. <laughs> so, um, both of my, my my both of my my parents and my wife's parents are are here in Virginia, and um, it, it's it's uncanny the amount of. Uh, we don't want to impose. Yeah. Even even though they are minutes away from us, like they implement that whole idea onto us so much, especially my wife's parents. My wife's parents, um, they're super sweet, but sometimes it's to a fault where it's just like, hey, Felix and I and the kids, we want to come over. We want to bring the kids. We'd love to spend a day with you guys. Like, what are you guys going to do? And it's almost like a, Oh yeah, you know, whatever whatever's easiest for you guys. <laughs> and my wife is like, "Oh my god, what are we- they worried about? Like you're gonna scare them off? Like don't be too eager." <laughs> It's like you're playing Pokemon in the Safari Zone. Be like, you throw too many rocks, man. They're gonna run away. You gotta bait them in. You gotta bait them in. They're they're great. They're great, and we I know that they just have the best intentions in mind. But again, sometimes it's to a fault where they're just like, yeah, whatever's whatever's easiest for you. And then sometimes my wife is like, I wish they would just like make a decision because sometimes like I'm trying to pull the answer out of them. Like, yeah. Just tell me what it is. It's like the what scene from want? the notebook. And my wife is Brian Gosling. Let's think about that for a second. Oh, man. The dream. <laughs> Can you imagine? With her, <laughs> with her sharp blue eyes peering into mine. It's always in the rain. I'm like, why are you always outside? It's just raining. An umbrella. It's an easy, Come back simple alternative. You're going to catch a cold. And uh, she's just shaking her parental Rachel McAdams. What do you want? Uh <laughs> But um, we don't have a whole lot of like that experience of like my my parents coming into town. Um, but we do have uh, Sarah's sister and her her husband will come into town from time to time and they'll stay with us every now and then. And we don't necessarily have like the accommodations. We don't have a fold out couch. You guys don't either, right? No, we don't. Either. No, no, we don't. And so... Um, we have this like kind of on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, sorry, you can't oh, stay with no, us. Sorry, Ooh. guys. Here's the B and B, like Airbnb right down the street. That's real nice. They've got four, four pull-out couches. <laughs> it's like me growing up. Uh, yeah, they have a living room, a family room, a den, a den. They are hashtag blessed uh, beyond belief. Um, but we have, you know, our our main living room, but we also have an office. 
which is which is where I do all my work, and it has the world's most uncomfortable futon. It is not comfortable. It's super uncomfortable. I will never sleep on that <laughs> because so, I won't be able to sleep on and that. And so when they come into town, <laughs> we actually blow up an aero bed. You know what an aero yeah, bed yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's not much more comfortable, no. to be honest. Well, the, the problem with sleeping on an air mattress is it's like, have you seen those videos of like the giant blob on like a summer camp? From Heavyweights, like, the movie. Yes. Yeah. And so, you know, someone sits at the edge yeah. and then someone runs off of, and that's a, of the a platform problem and is, they uh, jump and then it launches someone my else. My brother-in-law, Brian, enjoys getting up in the middle of the night and then cannonballing to his side of the bed. Right. And it launches her <laughs> through the drywall. Um, so as far as family visiting us, I, I feel like I can't really speak into that a whole lot. But I will say, I will say, as as adults right now, especially with kids, the disruption of the norm is such a detriment. It's just so mm. like, a, I'm so excited to see them, but good grief. We have to do what? <laughs> it's so, it's always so great to, to hang out with them and spend time with them. But then disrupting now, that whole norm and pattern is so like, ugh. But do they have kids themselves? No. Oh, see, not. that's that's the hard thing. So we have we have direct family who have kids, but they always end up staying with my wife's parents, uh. of which they're like, oh, yeah, disrupt the norm all day. That's fine. That's totally fine. <laughs> Our norm is the worst. <clears throat> yeah. And, my you know, my wife comes from a family of five. Right. And so they've all since moved out and dissipated across the country. And so whenever their kids come back into town with their grandkids, of course, my mother and father-in-law are like, yes, we're going to make this work regardless. We're going to figure it out. Yeah. Even even having like friends in town is like, a, I'm excited, but I'm, I'm also a little bit worried about- Now, was that, was that the same <clears throat> when you didn't have children? I, that's actually an example I was thinking of. Before, I remember Sarah was pregnant with our first- and we had two friends in town, which uh, I will say, side note, uh, Sean and Joel, if you're listening, hello. Also, they thought we lived in West Virginia. Oh, no. And they were driving from Ohio. Oh, no, that's a different state. <laughs> so they started driving that morning and then realized on the way. Oh, cool. We're a quarter of the way there? <laughs> oh, cool. Okay, that's fine. So we keep going. Oh, and then then we keep going. Cool, and they cool, literally cool, came cool, into cool. town Friday night. They hung out Saturday. We got just wasted Saturday night and they left Sunday. Yeah, they left Sunday. They weren't planning on leaving until Sunday night because they thought that we lived in West, West Virginia. Virginia. Correct. Yeah. And so uh but when they came into town, we had one we actually we have a three we have three bedrooms in our home. And one of the bedrooms was literally just storage because we're like, what are we going to do with this room? Like, I don't know, just put crap in it. So we couldn't house an individual in that room. Well, we could have, but that I think that's that would take effort serial into, killers to, are born. Uh, but we had one room that was furnished and then we had, you know, said office. And so I remember the two of them coming into town and I, <laughs> I remember telling the two of them, okay, we have one room that has a bed in it and we have another room that has an air mattress in it. I'll let you guys decide. And, they and decide. then he snapped a pool cue and he <laughs> threw on the ground like the Joker. Close. <laughs> they decided via a game of chess. Whoa. Yeah. Sophisticated. They're still playing. They're still in my living they're room. They're still there trying they're to figure They're still out? there playing. This is what, six, seven years later? Yeah, correct. They're Good. still they're still there playing. So Sean and Joel, make yourselves at home because like, you already have. Make a move, man. <laughs> See, I, don't, I don't know. The idea of disrupting the norm now 
it doesn't matter what it is. If it's like my right. wife's like, this is what we do every weekend. Oh, but now we want to do this. I, I freak out. Like, I, uh, there is, it is something different when before I was married, going to visit family, going to visit friends as a single man versus a married man. It changes so much. Yeah. So out of our friend group from college, Hannah and I were the first to get married. Mm. And so after that, you know, we were visiting friends, you know, oh, we got engaged. Oh, this is our wedding weekend. Oh, this is our rehearsal. Blah, 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 blah. And so we would go stay with their, you know, with their parents, with the, you know, these other people who, you know, friend, the family of friends that we knew. And, but it changes so drastically where before during college, if I would visit friends, I'd be like, yeah, I'll sleep on a half an Afghan on your hardwood floor. That's fine. Cause I'm 19 and I make mistakes. So true. But, but once you get married, there's something that people say, it's like, oh, they're married. They have to sleep in a queen size bed all the time. Something about this legally binding document that they signed means that they have to have their own bedroom because who knows what they'll be doing. And my mother's like, she can sense, she'd be like, make me a baby. She can sense it from four states away. She's she's contacted all of your like potential (laughs) friends in which you could be staying at like the homes of like, if Jordan Hannah ever come she's got a knife up to the throat <laughs> they're ever here you give them the most comfortable accommodation do you are you looking at me look at my you, eyes look are in you, my eyes Derek I'm right here I'm right here I'm not this over is, there this, I'm not over there this is Trent I'm so scared <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you smoked <laughs> she blows smoke in his eyes <laughs> I do now Derek and then she disappears like Batman <laughs> Cloud of but bats. the whole time it was a stapler. It was. He <laughs> never knew. At the back of his head. Now there's two of us. <laughs> the whole network. Of <laughs> and then she jumps on the fire escape. <laughs> the whole network of your mom and Derek's all your roommate friends. comes up. And he's like, "Who is that?" He's like, "Just some wacko." A friend. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom has established a whole net- network of people trying to <laughs> trying to get you. Make guys sure I impregnate to- <laughs> my wife. But isn't that true? Something about when you get married, there becomes this weird like, oh, they need it's they so need a bed. True. It's so true. It is, and, and I'm sure. I mean, I'm trying to think. I I wasn't in. I mean, you were in a touring band for a while. I hated it. I did. I'm sure I would have too. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't married. But I. That's thought, what my point is that you know, I you're thought, going around. Uh, I honestly thought I would like it. You know, when when we when we started touring, I thought this is going to be incredible. We're going to get to travel around and meet new people. And I I did. I enjoyed the traveling. I enjoyed meeting the new people. But I realized really really quick that I'm I'm the kind of person who needs the time at the end of the day to just retract. And just be just be by myself. And when you're touring and you're sleeping in a literally in a van, or the four of you are sleeping on a couch or yeah. on a floor all the time for the next two, three, four weeks, you never get that recharge. You time. never do, yeah. and it drove me absolutely banana sandwich. Like I just, I couldn't. I had zero time to myself. I, I found myself waking up at four in the morning just to have to 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 wake up and find like like the one insane coffee shop that was open to just sit there. Yeah. And I wouldn't I wouldn't bring a sketchbook or a book or a laptop. I would just order a cup of coffee and just sit just there. Just not engage with humans. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just I, I didn't realize it took me a long time to realize that I needed that. I needed that in my life. I needed the time to just like not be around people. Right. And I'm very like 
I do classify myself as an extrovert, mm-hmm. but I th- I think I'm I'm just realizing how much of an introvert that I am. I think we we're very similar in that way. Mm-hmm. In that I, I've known, especially growing up, I you know anytime we t- I took the Myers Briggs test, I was a psychology major, so I've taken that freaking test. Like I would a actually dozen like times. to one of these days have you give me that test <laughs> it's not it's not any different test you can take it and i can just well no i i would like it'd actually be it. really fun to like have you have you read. ever taken it no i've never taken oh. Myers. i've taken disc but yeah. i've never done myers-briggs you should do the myers-briggs and it's it's you can find is it, it brig or briggs myers-briggs briggs. Myers. i've always said briggs myers-briggs is- anyway. <laughs> um but but anytime i've taken the myers-briggs i have always been right down the middle with extroversion and introversion mm. and there's actually i actually wrote an article on it for a blog a while ago and when i was in grad school and there's on the uh, the the concept of that middle ground it's called ambiversion mm. so it's if you're an ambivert it's it's how you kind of straddle that line between being an introvert and an extrovert where does your wife land on that line i'm just oh curious. she's she's 100 <clears throat> percent extrovert Oh, interesting. Yeah. She's way down there and everything else she's she's borderline. Where for huh. me, I am right borderline there and I'm kind of I'm varied throughout you the, other, that the other things. Yeah, bit. yeah. Okay. Um but I see cuz I I like spending time with people, but it has to be the right people. Otherwise, I can totally interact with with people I'm not really connecting with, but like it's just it takes it zaps that energy from me right. so much faster. And I totally agree that like I need that that time especially when people are you know, if we're visiting out of town, we're diverting from that norm that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Or when people are like coming in, even if it's my own family, my own parents, I know them pretty well. But like, it's still there's something about that, especially now that I've been married for six years. I mean, it's 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 not normal anymore mm-hmm. to be with them in that way, and that's fine. That's the way it should be. Those mm-hmm. roles change, but it, it does take more energy than it used to. Isn't that weird? Like you it spend is. so much time in the same home as these people and then stuff happens and then they come back and visit and you're just like, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I like energy wise. I'm done. Right. I and love it, you guys. Well, it has to do go with that. Away. I, it just has to do with that role change yeah. with, you know, becoming changing from those, yeah. those parental roles to the friend roles, mm-hmm. which is appropriate and it should happen and it's healthy. But I think it it just looks different for everybody, and for some people, it's going to be more taxing. Yeah, and that's fine. And I, I my my parents live one point two miles away from my home, Oof. and uh, I love them to death. I love my mom, I love my dad. But when we go over there, it's like a okay, let's go, and we're there, and we're there, and we're there. And then I look at my wife and I say, "Is it time to go? Yeah, is it time to go? I mean, there's I just... there's honestly times when you know my parents will be visiting, and I will. Like if I know Hannah's kind of in hostess mode and she's kind of in something, I'll just I'll let myself just be like, I'm going to sit in my room Mm. and just chill on my phone on my bed for 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. And then and Hannah knows that like she's like, if I'm gone for a little bit, she's like, okay, he's kind of needing his that (laughs) recharge time. And that's totally okay. Yeah. But I I need that to feel normal. Right. Otherwise, I'm going to start getting like irritable and not, not fun to be around and then she, jordan's outside smoking with his mom <laughs> he's just just aggravated and she's just she's griping about one grandbabies what are you gonna grab i don't know mom mom give me the lighter please <laughs> they're bad influences on each other <laughs> they're just passing cigarettes back and forth i don't know what's happening well this is actually a pretty good transition <laughs> 
do they still they don't use that for like news anymore do they no i think that they stopped that in like world war ii right extra average is that still a thing that's probably i think Great. they still do that have you been in new york recently there's just little uh, paper boys <laughs> and guys and flat chappy cats and yeah yeah <laughs> So, news time. Okay. So, I have a little article, and this does transition pretty well because this is titled How to Deal with House Guests. And it's from, so I I actually pulled this up. I was was looking for some articles that could work. And I was like, oh, these are some pretty good tips because it it talks about tips for when people are staying at your house and then for when you're staying at a friend's or family member's house. Hmm. And I was reading through the tips. I'm like, oh, these are pretty good. (laughs) I think I do some of these. I could implement some of these. That might be better. And then I looked at the the website and it's (laughs) highlysensitiveperson.net. Uh, which is a great segue into our sponsor. This time. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I think this has to do with a lot we were talking about. I, don't, I, I think highly sensitive is a, is a pretty strong word. I think it has more to do with like people who need time to themselves, that kind of thing. So if you're not one of those people, you know what? You're fine. Fast forward. Go, go. I don't care about you. You, we have our own problems. We all have problems, man. Okay. But this paragraph says, look, it's not normal to spend 24 hours a day with someone. Okay, maybe your partner or kids, but it's not normal to suddenly spend every minute with friends and or family members for days. And Mm. I'm sitting there thinking like, oh, my gosh, you're right. Mm. It's not normal for me to do that. So we start a website. I know, my man, we should. A dot net. A dot net website. (laughs) Those are so popular nowadays. Um, so I want to go through these tips real quick and see what you think about these and see, <laughs> okay. see, if, see if this is something that you implement or that you want to implement. <laughs> so these first ones are going to be for when people are staying at your house. Okay. And, <laughs> all right. So number one is, why not explain to guests that you're an introvert who needs alone time? <laughs> A lot of people understand being an introvert. Even my in-laws, who are super extroverted, have learned over the years that I'm an introvert who needs to hide away sometimes. Does that work? I mean, I feel like just retreating away or just like slipping away like you do for like 20 right, minutes right. to get away, just be alone for 10, 15, See, 20 I would, minutes. I would feel worse if it was not my parents, I feel like my parents know that I need that sometimes. Yeah. Like if it was my, my, if it was Hannah's family coming in, I would probably feel pretty bad, mm. but I'm a, I'm a highly sensitive person. Mm. What, what you don't know is that this is actually my blog. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey man, look so at this, this website author, jo- Jorel Stratton. <laughs> yeah. Stra- Stratavis. Jorel Stratavis states. It's wow, a very exotic Jor- name. Stratavis. Stradivarius. It's just Superman playing a violin. <laughs> wow, he's great at the violin. No, he's got glasses on. That's not Superman. <laughs> but I feel like for some, I mean, that's the thing is that Hannah and I have had to deal with this enough because she's so extroverted and mm. I'm not so extroverted. I'm, I can be extroverted. Does she explain for you, you find? She has done it before. Yeah? Okay. She'll she'll kind of be there to be like, oh, he's. I'm sure he just needs like some, some time away. Mm. And, and that's been something that... Not only does she understand that about me, she's she's able to see that in me and realize that like, oh, people are like that. <laughs> right. Because people are are not like me. Well, all the she time. deals with like a lot of people, a oh, lot yeah. of different all personalities. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she, okay. It yeah. it has been helpful for her. But yeah, that I know that if she's playing hostess, like mm-hmm. she totally has my back, which is great. That's awesome. But that sounds like that's not something that you have. <laughs> not that Sarah wouldn't do that. Yeah, no, I feel like I've gotten pretty good like when we have like 
um, within our family, we we do have the the home that's the most accommodating as far as like as far as space goes. So you know, I've got brothers, I've got uh, my family and Sarah's family who all live within the immediate city, um, and and so when we have like holidays, Christmas, Thanksgiving, whatever, it's just easiest to say everyone come to our house, you know, mm-hmm. and, and Thanksgiving and Christmas are like the perfect examples and ordeals of like show up in the morning. We're going to have breakfast and just stuff yep. out. Yep. And we're just going to linger all day. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to have one big meal either at lunch or at dinner, or whatever. And then everyone goes home at the end of the day. And this is something that like, you know, being able to just go away and be like, I need my introvert time. Right. Like that's something it, it's easier to say that if you have just like a small group of people or, yeah. or a couple staying with you for days. Yeah. And just like, oh, this, you know, they've been here for two days. I need I need an hour. Right. That's easier than than if you're having a, you know, 15 people at your house. You kind of have to be moving around and, and playing host for a right. day. When we it's have different when we cases. do have like the full on day host kind of scenario, I do find that it is easier for me to slip out and have 15 20 30 minutes oh, to man. myself. I mean, that's the that's my poop breaks, man. Mm-hmm. Maybe not 15 20 exactly. minutes, but <laughs> yeah. the, you you you'd grab your smartphone. Yeah. And you're in there playing sudoku you're up you're updating your you know you're you're reading tweets come on and uh you know in our house like everyone hangs out downstairs no one no one goes upstairs it's just like kind of a given thing like people like people are hanging out in the living room it's, it's your realm everyone accommodate like i feel like everyone congregates in the kitchen is that true in your house too does everyone automatically go to like the dining room kitchen area yeah they bypass the living room which in your house you go through the front door directly into the living living room room. and then you (laughs) congregate in the dining room kitchen area because hannah is is a hundred percent southern host to where she's cooking she's getting people think food is central yeah oh yeah to her yeah and and in general i think and i guess that's why it is i find that people like in my home you go through the foyer in the hallway Mm -hmm. the living room is on the right but everyone bypasses it and goes straight to the dining room kitchen right like they're just always it's kind of a straight shot yeah and even if you're not you know there to just grab food i feel like even especially with family it's like oh how can i help how can i jump in how can what dishes can i wash my my wife is always having to yell at my mother-in-law because she's (laughs) so like to again to a fault Mm -hmm. she's just like i have to clean this i have to clean this and it's so it's it's so funny sweetest lady she's just got the biggest heart and so she watches our kids on wednesdays and it's it's almost (laughs) It's almost like just watching my wife try to clean the house on Tuesday night. You can see the gears turning in her head thinking like, I know my mom is going to come over and she's going to look at something in our home and think, I got to clean that. Now, is is Sarah feeling like she doesn't want to put your your mother-in-law out like i don't want her to have to clean this or is there like an insecurity thing like i don't want her to see that this is not all together it's not necessarily it's kind of in between those two things okay. it's it's like it's like that but then at the same time she she knows that like if my mom sees something that she feels is out of place in our home she's gonna fix it yeah and i always have this joke like in the morning on wednesdays after right before i leave for work saying something in passing like uh oh, you know i was gonna get to retarring the roof today but <laughs> <laughs> I'll get to it another day and then walk out the door and then come home at 
five thirty in the evening to find my mother in law with like black hot tar just re roofing. Hey, Felix. Oh, no big deal. You know, I had I an extra. I just noticed your roof needed retarring. <laughs> and no, that's no, exactly, if you noticed that. That's exactly how one of our kids will say something like, oh, we don't have a fill in the blank. And then the next time she comes to visit, it's like a, a full like treasure chest full of that <laughs> I thing. I think Sarah was telling us one time about how her, her dad would just come over and start fixing things. Yeah, it's gotten to the point where my wife has has like if we start to say things that we're working on in the home, she'll uh, around her parents, she'll stop. <laughs> she'll stop saying it because because her her father is such a handyman. Yeah, and, which is great to have. Oh, it's awesome. But he he's the kind of guy like he has to keep working on something until it's done. And so he helped us re-roof our house a few years ago. And uh, I mean, it got to the point where Sarah was like, I, this has to stop. Like, it's great that he's helping us. Yeah. But he's coming over sometimes and just like starting to work on it for hours, for hours. <laughs> and he did an amazing job, which side note, I will never re-roof a house again, ever. <laughs> oh, it's, it's it like was the worst experience the of worst my life. The worst type of manual labor. Because you have to do it in the summertime. You have to. Because the, ta- the, the glue on the stay. tile has to stick. Right. And then you have to wear pants and long sleeve shirts because, because of the fiberglass. Yeah, the yeah. fiberglass, I, the first day I made the mistake of wearing shorts nope. and a short sleeve, short nope. sleeve shirt. You have, in order to get the fiberglass out of your skin, you have to take a piping hot bath to open up your pores. And then you have to scrub as hard as you possibly can to get all of the needles out. Uh, it was terrible. What? Yeah. The closest thing I've ever come to that is I I uh, worked at a, a, an ex-girlfriend of mine. She lived on a farm, mm. and they baled their own hay. Ooh. And so one time I was helping her brother and we were literally picking up. This is the most Kentucky thing you'll ever hear. Did you me have the do. hooks? I had, I did. I did it with my hands, Ooh. like a like a man. But I was like, I was I was seventeen, eighteen did years old. Did she have the hooks? <laughs> and it was in the middle of summer, and I was oh. like, I'm just not gonna wear a shirt. Oh no, you know, nice, you know. And so I just have gloves, and I'm throwing this, and the the hay oh. that gets on your skin. I'm itchy right now it, thinking about. I it. I mean, it, it's like it gets under your skin, like the particles. <laughs> I don't know if it's it's to the level of fiberglass. Anyway, I'm having nightmares about this right now. Is what that is talking about. Doesn't matter. Hey, so th- we're only we're only at one point down this list. Okay, oh, we gotta wow. we gotta make some. All we right, gotta go, make some go, go. All right, fire. next one. Make your guests feel at home. Show them how to use the TV remote <laughs> and the coffee maker. Do you do that? Do you do you over explain things so you don't have to do it later? Well, as far as TV remotes go, you almost have to. Like, because everyone has this weird combination of, like, yeah. first, first. You so set here's this my dial. seven remotes. <laughs> first, you have this remote for the sound and it's system. And always, it's always this like the, the same satellite. brands. It's like, so the Sony TV and the Sony DVD player and the right. Sony sound system. So then right. you have three Sony remotes, and you're like, what the hell? Which remote turns on what? Yeah. All right, I love I love this one. This is suggest solo activities for your guests. <laughs> you know, hey, it'd be great for you. You know, it'd be great if you guys left into this thing that I'm suggesting. Coloring. If you guys just colored in the living room while we left, we have a bevy of adult coloring books. Enjoy yourselves. If you guys just took a cooking class, and then it uh, says in four hours away, in bold below it says remember. Your guests might be happy to get away from you too. 
<laughs> this person who wrote this hates people. It was written by a dog. <laughs> no, dogs a would cat. love people. It was written by a cat. A cat. It would be written by a cat. <laughs> All right, the next one is, every day during the visit, let your guests know your plans for the day. So maybe at breakfast, you say, here's the plan for today. I do that. I, I actually do that. So when we have we have friends in town, they're kind of at the mercy of like whatever it is you're going to do because they're tagging along. When we have family in town, they have the option to either tag along with you or they probably have friends in town too because yeah. they used to live there. So we we wake up in the morning and then during breakfast, my wife and I will say, all right, guys, well, here's what we're doing today. You're welcome to tag along if yeah. you want. And then that's, yeah. That's good. It sets a standard and you could say, you know, we're happy to have you. If not, that's fine. It's and that, but there's actually, they go on to say, in that example, they say, then we can come home and relax for a couple of hours. And then my favorite phrase, to recharge, yeah. which is a great phrase because it just means, you can, I, we're going to set this time aside and I get to n- go away from you right. for a while. I just need to not be near you to recharge my internal battery. Recharge. <laughs> because it sets a specific time to where no- nothing is supposed to happen. Right. Where otherwise, as the so host, crucial. I always feel like I need to be doing something for people. Right. And it, that gives, if, if, you're, if I'm able to set that precedent that this is a time where we're going to sit here and you can do nothing, and that's totally acceptable. We can, you guys can find an activity to do, and that's totally acceptable. But, but how great is that too? When you're on the on the receiving end of that, when you go oh, visit yeah, yeah. a family member or a friend, and they say like, "Yeah, you know, we're gonna be at work, blah blah blah. Go do whatever you want. We're gonna get back, and and then you know, for a couple hours, let's just chill. Like if you yeah. want, or if you want to go do whatever. Like the, there's a part of my the brain that just freedom. lights up of just like <gasps> the possibility. This is incredible. <laughs> love it all right this one says take a break while your partner or spouse does the social stuff and this is what i was talking about is that you know if if they're the more extroverted person right that you know have that conversation like are they gonna are they able to play host or hostess Mm -hmm. for a while while you're able to take a break play defense yeah yeah, yeah. are they able to handle the opposing team (laughs) for a bit while you while you recharge those them batteries man and uh, all kinds of value to our audience right now. Look at that. Soak it up, peeps. All right, so we're going to move on to tips for when you are staying at a friend's or family member's house. It's the same tips. It's the same thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry, I just reread the first tip, and it is stay at a hotel instead, <laughs> you stupid idiot. <laughs> no, it literally says, this solves a lot of problems. <laughs> it gives you alone time. I don't think it's too tough to come up with excuses for this. You can always blame your spouse, too. This person's uh, kind of a schmuck. <laughs> <laughs> He's very, or he or she is very high. Oh, then sensitive. it says in parentheses, if they're okay with it. Uh. <laughs> so they have a problem sleeping or something. Be creative. <laughs> so this person's just like, yeah, lie. That sounds good. <laughs> He's got Tourette's when he sleeps. You don't want to hear that. You don't want that. Uh, the next one is tell your host some activities you want to do. I mean, I, 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 I guess. Mean, well, yeah, because you visit somewhere and there's things that on your list of just like absolutely I feel, well, have I feel to like do this. I don't think absolutely I've, have to do that. I don't think I've ever visited family or friends in, in you know, at, at a different location, different city, and and they haven't asked me, what do you, what do you guys do? want to do? Yeah. What are, you, what are you excited about? What do you guys want to do? So I feel like that's a pretty normal thing. All right. Plan solo activities. So if it seems outside of the people that you're staying with or and or visiting, yeah, 
Oh. So it says, if it seems appropriate. Yeah. If you're going to be with your host for several days. Yeah. Everyone is probably okay with separating for a bit. I think that comes up with the time of like, we're just going to have time to do whatever. Take time to recharge your batteries. (laughs) Like that's the perfect time to be like. The excuse as a married couple is the date night. That's pretty easy to implement. That's true. To be like, we're going to have a date night. As in like. Date night. Stop hanging out with us for my mom, night. My mom's on her deck. She can like sense it. And she's like, oh yeah. Have a date she's night. just wafting the smell of oysters to you guys as an aphrodisiac. <laughs> Please. Why does it smell like seafood out here? <laughs> it smells like shit. <laughs> we're in Oklahoma. Why does it, it smell smells like. so bad. <laughs> She's hiding oysters and in then your it, room. It, it just says if the next one is if you require downtime, don't be afraid to say it. So that's good. It's just, I like those points. It sounds like they're just saying voice what you want to do. Right. Have <laughs> it all in the open. You know, be honest with people. You know, don't lie. <laughs> except for the part where you say, screw you, I'm gonna stay in a in a hotel. It's my wife's fault. You know the way she snores. My husband's the worst. <laughs> and then they stay in a hotel. It's a holiday in ad. <laughs> <laughs> oh man we were all over the place yeah we we talked about a lot oh all right but so stay with, stay with family in the future <laughs> vr baby well now we get oh my gosh what is what how does okay, okay i actually have i have a good re- i have a good answer to this i actually do have you re- i do all right, good, because I'm going to make you go first. All right, I don't... 60, 60 seconds on the clock. 60 seconds, a sweet, sweet 60. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I refer to six. When I'm, when I'm 59, <laughs> do, you, do you guys want to come to my sweet, sweet 60 party? And then people are like, what the hell are you talking about? I need, I want to invite you to my sweet, sweet. It's not, it's not just one sweet, like sweet 16. It's sweet, sweet 16. The thought of like my father, who's 58, next year coming to me and hey, saying, Jordan. hey, Jordan and Hannah, um, just want to let you guys know. Twirling um, a phone. If you cord. guys, if you guys aren't doing anything, um, you know, if you can break away or have some time off work, I'm having a sweet, sweet sixtieth party, and I would did you just love it. Just, did he just drop two sweets into that sentence? My father has never dropped two sweets into anything. Okay, so. Uh. <laughs> He's never dropped a toot sweet. Toot sweet. <laughs> All right. Toot sweet 60. Here we go. Okay. And go. I feel like family get togethers are going to become more segmented because everyone's staring at their phones. Ooh, I almost picked an article about that. <laughs> um, I, as, as I grow older, I have to become more uh, purposeful about not, not being elsewhere. And uh, I think the more I see family get-togethers with with my younger brothers, with my family, I I see it becoming more of a norm to just like, we're just going to hang out all in the same room, but look at different things on our phones. And uh, I hope that that's not the future. I hope that's not where things are going. But I see that as as more of a distraction and something that is going to become i mean it already is the norm and so as technology gets better and faster like we're going to see more of that and i think we're going to have to do our best to really fight against that to actually preserve that time together as human beings nice 
All right. Uh, I'm not giving any follow up. I'm just okay. start with my 60 seconds. Go. So I agree that the the potential danger of the more separated family, mm. even when you're in the same room, is a problem. I'm hopeful, however, that as we get older and we have, as I eventually have children, mom, um, <laughs> you know, and we have and we have grandchildren, and we become the grandparents who are hosting, you know, these these big family get-togethers that with our knowledge of technology and things that, th- that we will find better ways to integrate technology mm. as ways to bring us together rather than separate nice. us. I don't know what that looks like yet. Um, but I'm hopeful that people are going to be, you know, with research understanding how mental health is effective and how relationships are affected and, and, um, how we're being separated by this. Mm. And I'm, I'm hopeful that with that, um, research and technology that we'll be able to, uh, build bridges rather than have these be these, um, these walls that, mm-hmm. we're, that we're building up through technology. Nice. Damn. Yeah. I mean, it is it is such a thing that I have to check myself regularly, mm-hmm. especially with kids and just knowing. I actually had a really good conversation with a coworker today. She's got two kids who are going into college, and she, she was very transparent at, at a point today, and she said, this is – this is probably one of the hardest things I've done. Like, you know, the, the, the whole idea of like the days are long, but the years are short. That, that yeah, idea yeah, yeah. of just how things move fast and slow at the same time. And it's like now she's watching her two kids like we're, we're looking at colleges and I'm looking at my two kids and I actually asked her, I said, well, what, what do I do? <laughs> what do I do? But the best piece of advice that she gave me today was just be present and mm. be truthful, like be honest with them. Treat them like you would if if you had uh, an individual with you in the car. Uh, you wouldn't be on your phone. You'd be engaging with them. And so don't check out. Don't check out when you're with them. And so I, I, I'm so guilty of that. Like I get yeah. home and I'm like, just check out. Let them do their thing. I'm going to be on my it's phone. Hard. It's hard. It's bedtime. Just, you know, the idea of boredom is the it's the worst thing right now. And I don't I don't want my kids. I don't want that image of me to be burned into my kids' brains of like, yep, dad got home and then he was on his phone. Like, that's yeah. what he did. Right. So, and it just, it just happened so fast. So I, I don't, I don't want it to be that. And I see, I see things going there because my younger brothers who are, one's graduated from high school, one's still in high school. Like, that's what they know. Mm-hmm. Like, they know like, you get on your phone. You don't have conversations with people. You're just on your phone because that's what everyone else does. Like, why? Why engage with people when you could be on the internet? And then it, it comes around to like, why would I go visit these people? Like I interact with them online. Yeah. I, I wished Aunt, I, I wished Aunt Marge a happy birthday. Mm, you know, Dan. last month. Why yeah. would I need to go talk to her in person? Right. I don't know. Yeah. It's a slippery slope. But at the same time, it's it doesn't have to be. And it's not necessarily because it's not the same. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. I think it, it, it there's the danger that it could get to this sense that it is the same right i want them to feel like when they get older and i'm not around all the time and if they're doing it i want them to feel like there's a balance that's off yeah i don't want them to feel like uh this is fine i'm okay with this Mm -hmm. i want them to feel somewhere some nagging in their soul to feel like maybe i shouldn't just be staring at this all the time yeah when there's people in this room with me you want them to feel unfulfilled by it. Exactly. And yeah. I think I, we came from a place where that wasn't a thing and all of a sudden it is a thing. So we have we have that contrast mm-hmm. to say like, this is where we came from. This is where we are now. 
they're not going to have that contrast. Right. So I, I want them to have that in some shape or form. And I think it's it's strange that, it's not strange, but it's interesting that a lot of high school kids, you know, nowadays, they are less trusting mm-hmm. of the internet and yeah. what that what the effects are while like a lot of the older generations and our generation are just very like, yeah, put it all out there. It's fine. (laughs) And I, I'm, that's what makes me hopeful that people are going to be like, yeah, this isn't, this isn't real. This isn't the, this isn't everything. Right. It is. And it shouldn't be. Yeah. And yeah, we came from a generation where we had none of that. And when your cousins came into town, your aunts and not like, you you did everything you could to you spent every waking moment you could with them yeah. because it was outside of the norm and yeah. i don't i don't want that to be lost on my kids right and you want you want that disruption to continue to be good mm-hmm. but be good because it's it's about something special mm. man like jordan's holding the proverbial hammer over his head <laughs> and the proverbial the the nail head is here <laughs> and he's just swinging away, baby. I don't know if you can hear it, that clanging in the distance. <laughs> I don't know how the mic's not picking that up. All right, so the, we gotta we gotta upgrade these mics. But <laughs> I'm gonna bring it to verdict time. Boom. We we'll wrap it up right here. <laughs> that thing we promised at the beginning. Yeah. I I got a feeling we know what our answers are gonna be. But mm. so visiting family, whether it's family coming here, mm-hmm. us visiting family somewhere else. Was it better as kids? Mm-hmm. Is it better now? Mm. Are you answering? Are you asking yourself? What are you doing? Who are you looking at? You're looking off in the distance somewhere. I don't. I don't is I'm, there something on the wall over what? there? What? Where, what am, I? Where am I? What is this? We've lost. He's floated off. What Jordan is, is gone. What? He's floated off. <laughs> it's I, better as kids. Yeah. It's better as kids. I we, agree. we talked about it the whole time is that. You know, we we literally just did a whole podcast about how great it was as a kid, and then we just complained about it <laughs> for the rest of the time <laughs> for when we were adults. And we read an article about how do we get away, stay in a hotel. How do we lie? How do we, <laughs> how lie, do we lie to get away from relationships? <laughs> yeah, it's better as kids, but I agree that like I wish it wasn't. Yeah, I think uh, I think the reason that this particular topic. Uh, was in fact better as kids is because we welcomed the disruption of the norm. Yeah, and now we we don't we want everything to be pattern esque. We want it like we wake up that morning and we have we have Siri or Google Assistant tell us like this is what you're doing today. I, I don't know if it's a <laughs> is that, is that a that, voice? I don't know. Hello, hola. <laughs> <laughs> Spanish zero, zero. She's uh, useless. I don't even speak Spanish. <laughs> she told me to do something. I don't know what it is. Um, but anything that exists outside of that, like this is what you're doing today, to us is such a, a an interruption, right? And and we hate that. It's, we hate that a, so much. Literally today, this morning, Hannah, she was walking the door. She's like, "Oh, can you call Josh and see if we can uh, return his bike that's been in our?" And I was just like. <laughs> the fact that she asked me to to write a text message <laughs> to a friend of mine to ask him if he can have his bicycle back <laughs> something that he's going to say sure oh jordan's now riding I around was, on that bicycle like, in this studio <laughs> because that's yeah. not something i was planning on doing today yeah. and, it, and it wasn't a big deal but that that my first reaction was just like this 
Oh, fine. <laughs> like, I it's have, crazy. I have boxes of crap in the trunk of my car that have been there for two weeks from garbage that I've cleaned out in my home. I've had I've had clothes in my trunk to donate to Goodwill yeah. for over a year. Because it's outside of the normal trajectory right. of the things that we're visiting right. on a regular basis. Like, if you drew a heat map, it'd be point A, home, point B, coffee with Jordan or Felix, and then work, <laughs> whatever that looks like, maybe a haircut, maybe the gym, maybe a restaurant, home. It's like this weird pattern, and anything that exists outside of that pattern is like it's a... Like- I don't wanna. Why? It takes, it takes like an extra four minutes to yeah. do it. <laughs> I had to drop off a letter. I literally, at the post I would literally need to open up the trunk of my car, back up really fast, stop, so all the stuff flies out into the <laughs> into the doorway of Goodwill, and then drive away, and I'd be done with all of that crap. It would literally take. Five to five minutes. They even come out to way. meet you to, they will. to take the stuff. They'll take the and they things try and give you a receipt hands. and you say no. And I still haven't done it because it's outside of the scheduled day of my it's just it's just ridiculous how how much I avoid disruptions within and my that's schedule. What, that's the problem with visiting uh, family uh, as adults, is that the smallest disruption. Oh, these people who love me <laughs> unconditionally, they want to stay in my home? They want to know what's going on in my okay, life. Okay, but three days max. That's all they get. <laughs> We're the worst. Okay. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. If you like what we're doing here, do us a huge favor and leave us a positive review because it really helps the podcast out. And if you don't like what we're doing here, you know, leave us a positive review and we'll know it's sarcastic and we'll take that to heart and we'll feel really bad about it. So either way, you're, you're doing us a favor. I, I will feel really bad about it. I will too. <laughs>